Warning, the following show features stunts performed either by professionals or under the supervision of professionals. Accordingly, MTV and the producers must insist that no one attempt to recreate or reenact any stunt or activity performed on this show. Hi, I'm Johnny Knoxville. Welcome to Jackass. Hey there, I'm Johnny Knoxville. Welcome to Jackass. Hey there, I'm Johnny Knoxville, and welcome to Jackass. Hey there, I'm Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> welcome to Jackass. Uh, joining me, hello, my first off, my name is Brent. Welcome to the Field Trip Podcast. Uh, the ginger from another mister, <laughs> at Tony Foxworthy. That's what your name is on the show, by the way, now, is just at Tony Foxworthy. <laughs> I'll take it. Uh, and then uh, at Jeff Oskey, which is not your actual Twitter handle. No, it's at Scene Funnier. At Scene Funnier. So just <laughs> which like, I wish I wouldn't have went with now, but I have like a whole five thousand followers, so I'm afraid to. You change could change it, it uh, but I'm sure uh, people search at Jeff Oskey. I don't know how many uh, Jeff Oskeys there are. I don't. Not, <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, welcome to the show, guys. Thanks for being back on. Both both returning. Hey. Uh, so we're talking about Jackass today, and do you guys have, you know, obviously I talked to you, Jeff, about Oscar, or about <laughs> Jackass before this, but Tony, do you have a, a, any experience with Jackass? Oh, yeah. So I graduated high school in 99, okay. so this was... And that came out, and I, I could give some dates, October 1st, 2000 to February 3rd, 2002. Yeah, so that show TV show was uh, out when I... Uh, after I had flunked out of college twice in two semesters <laughs> and was kicking it around in my hometown doing this dumb shit okay. with a video camera. So, so. You, d- you did do Jackass oh, stuff? Oh, 100%. Uh, Jeff? Really? Yeah, my parents took the videotape because they were there was also uh, a lot of road trips. <laughs> my buddy had a van, and so there was just a lot of videos of us driving around in the country getting high and doing stupid shit, and they were like, well, we're going to take this. <laughs> I that's, think it, that's cool. Teenager <laughs> with a van is usually it's they were like, yeah, we're going to go do some community service. So I was like, let's yeah. get high behind a big lots. <laughs> you want to do that? <laughs> Jeff, what? did you do some jackass stuff when you were a kid? Uh, like uh, not. Oh, nothing to their level. Yeah, of course. Like uh, we jumped out of our second story window with like uh, bed sheets as parachutes. Oh, yeah. That doesn't work. Um, but like no one got seriously hurt. Yeah. And then, um, like Roman candle fights Mm -hmm. or like, uh, we used to have walnut wars Mm -hmm. where you just go pick up those walnuts that kind of like split into four. Yeah. So when they hit you, like it exploded like a grenade and you just chuck those at each other's heads till somebody got hit really, really hard. And then the game was over (laughs) immediately. Yeah. Uh, we, we, my brother and I had red rider BB guns and, one day it just turned into us trying to shoot each other. And, you know, I'd think in hindsight, a Red Rider's not that powerful, but also you don't want to get hit in the face or eyes. We had nothing, no protection, no nothing. Did you guys have like a, a strike zone rule at least? It was, like, let's uh, go torsos. Hit only. the other person. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, when you're eight or 10 or 12, like it doesn't matter if you do have a strike zone or not, because your aim ain't all that. Yeah, like, that's fair. That's the thing. It was like, just let's try and hit each other first. Then we'll talk yeah. where afterwards. Oh, we also used to do the thing where one person would ride down the street as fast as they could. And all the other kids would jam a stick in their spokes and see if you could get the like 
to break the stick or yeah. not break the stick. And if you didn't break the stick, you got to see him go over the front of the handlebars. Oh, damn. Holy and shit. And we would do that for hours. <laughs> and then it'd be the next person's turn. And you try to go as fast as possible so you snap all the sticks. <laughs> yeah. Oh. But if you, the slower you went, the more you were going over your handlebars. Damn. Oh, my God. That's actually, that's a meme. It's, you know, those where it's the guy riding and then he puts the stick in his own tire and then says fucking democrats or whatever you know oh, i haven't seen that like that's it but you know it's it's not just democrats it's whatever but that doing that to yourself is a meme oh i so had you guys no clue were, we were doing memes before we were yeah. way ahead of your meme back in my day <laughs> that is some evil knievel shit like yeah. that is that is criminal really and and then the, you think with you guys you weren't even filming it oh no we were just doing <laughs> yeah. it for like it was we never even thought of filming something like yeah. that back then. Nor uh, nor was there a way. I mean, I'm old enough that yeah. like our old my my videos from when I was a kid have no sound on them. Yeah. yeah like that's how old I am. Well, <laughs> and I you know, I'm 30, so I think I'm the youngest in the room. Yeah. And you I see people with home videos on like a a documentary whatever and I'm like, "I I how did these people have a camera? Like I had nothing." Like that when I was a kid. I was listening to uh, a podcast about the the guy from Hogan's Heroes. Um, yeah, I just listened to an episode about that. I don't know if it was yeah, the same it was same thing probably that we listened to Bob uh, something. Yes, I Bob. I, I can't remember. I'll either. look it up. Yeah, uh, but he was like one of the first people in the country to have Bob uh, Crane. Bob Crane. Yeah. He was like one of the first people in the country to have home video equipment. And he was using it for porn. Yeah. That was, mm-hmm. Like that was initially what it came out of the yeah. gate. So like, you know what this would be good for? <laughs> fucking. Yeah, fucking. <laughs> and that that was back in the day where you wouldn't even have to worry about a sex tape. Right. Because nobody. Right. You, know, you had the one. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and then nobody else had the thing to, to play. play it. Right. <laughs> right. And it was weird because they were, I don't know if we listened to the same podcast, but. They were like, yeah, it was porn, and also like his kids running around on the same tape. I don't know if it was the same tape, but you know, stack of tapes. Yeah, which was weird. The same machine that you use for one, you're using for the other. Well, I mean, the same machine. It's a phone now. Yeah, you're calling your phone on, and now yeah. you're sending dick pics or porn. With, well, you aren't, and I'm not, but I'm I sure. heavily, heavily, <laughs> copious <laughs> amounts. <laughs> we nice. actually were watching some old home movies, the silent ones from when I was a kid. I was watching them with my kids, and they go, "What's wrong with What's wrong with the tape?" Is <laughs> like it seemed like, and I they're like, "Why is there all that kind of like mist on the?" And I'm just like, "Oh, that's." from the people smoking holding the camera like it's my first birthday and there's so much smoke coming in front of the camera lens from my dad holding the cigarette yeah. while he's taping my first birthday yeah grandparents on both sides of me i'm at the end of the table in a high chair grandparents on both sides also smoking yeah let it go right and and in 85 percent of our home movies christmas morning you're coming downstairs yeah. we had a balcony because we had money and uh, and you can see the smoke coming up from my dad's fucking cigarette as he's taping us on Christmas morning. That was the difference between standard definition and HD yes. was whether he's smoking like, or not. Yeah, if they had the cigarette put out, it was HD. You could see the full the full full spectrum of colors. It is weird when you see an old interview and you're like, this guy couldn't just not smoke for a half hour. I do. Just- oh, yeah, <laughs> it makes you look cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
I, I was doing research for this and I thought of another like jackass style thing. We weren't filming it, but I had a go-kart when I was a kid, which was like, you know, one of awesome. the pri- yeah, prize possessions. And uh, it was my friend Nate who I would really watch jackass with and my friend John. And uh, we were, you know, riding around the yard. And of course, being teenagers, we're bored of riding a go-kart. <laughs> so we started to throw a football. <laughs> you, you had to catch the football while driving the go- the the go-kart and then eventually John had some fireworks. <laughs> so it was like you would take black cats. So you would also have to dodge the black cats <laughs> while trying to catch the football on the go-kart and it ended when Nate uh hit the privacy fence. He hit one of the posts. So thankfully he didn't go in like knock through. the po- yeah, through the thing. So but he, he, you know, hit it, and it was, you know, that's my thing, so they don't care that the go-kart's all <laughs> right. messed up. And it really wasn't that messed up, but I was like, all right, we're done. Oh, like, <laughs> you had a, not to, let's, you glossed over the fact that you had a, go, a go-kart. So yeah. you had a go-kart, you had a balcony. What'd you have, Tony? Uh, nothing. <laughs> Sounds like, yeah. Uh, I had a friend with a van. That's true. <laughs> Way cooler than my yeah, balcony. Way cooler than the balcony. So we didn't do a lot of like uh, like jackass stunt stuff. We were really more of like the impractical jokers van. Yeah. Like we would go, uh, like one of our favorite things to do was go to a store when they still had like CD racks mm-hmm. that you would go through. And you would get right up next to somebody and then start going through the same <laughs> rap that they're doing and then just like squeeze literally back to their belly and to see how like pissed people would get. <laughs> how bad do you want this find this Weezer album? Exactly. How many times can we sit through this red light before these people lose their shit? Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, that kind of I don't remember doing that stuff. There's there was one when I was watching the Jackass show and Johnny Knoxville keeps scooting closer to this guy on this park bench. <laughs> and it, and then eventually he's right next to the guy. And I would do that at the dances at seventh <laughs> and eighth grade, whether it would be a boy or girl, you just, when they look away, you scoot closer. <laughs> and eventually they just leave and you know, you're doing it for your friends watching across the gym. So that's fantastic. The first uh, night I ever worked at crackers is an usher. Uh, I went out with the the staff afterwards for mm-hmm. drinks, and they were playing a game where you had to put your nose on somebody at the bar for three seconds, and you had to go three Mississippi with your nose. Oh yeah, on somebody like it was you, like a shoulder worked best, just nose to a shoulder, like mm-hmm. leaning over to order a drink or something. And then you get like a, a startle, like what are you what doing? Are you, yeah. yeah. Oh, I would hit somebody. Yeah, if they put their nose on me. Like if unless it was a woman, yeah. Like, but I'd still say something to her. Yeah, well, be like, like you need to back them, especially <laughs> if you're if you're just turning around to somebody in your space. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. That's kind of reminds me of the penis game, which I think you guys know that you just have to yell penis the loudest in your friend group in Target <laughs> or out in public. I had not heard that one, but that sounds okay. fun. Okay, yeah. yeah, maybe it's a regional thing. I thought you were as talking about as... the penis game uh, Dan Cummins plays, where you're standing in a circle talking with a group of guys, and uh, you just uh, take your dick out <laughs> and see how long it takes for someone to realize that yeah. you just have been standing there with your dick out in the circle telling a story. I do that with my wife. <laughs> <laughs> 
just yeah, you know, I'll just be like, did you hear that they did that? And then <laughs> never notices. Yeah, no. Well, it's kind of hard to get out of the pants. <laughs> yeah, it works best in pajama pants where you can just pop it over the top. No, it doesn't really matter what kind of pants it is. It's just it's more of a length thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so I, let's get into the. I have a whole bunch of history. We can talk as little or. As yeah, as I'd love to hear it, actually. I did, yeah. Uh, it's the show's created by Johnny Knoxville, Spike Jones, and Jeff Tremaine. So, yeah, obviously we know Johnny Knoxville. Spike Jones, uh, director of the Beastie Boys Sabotage video, the Buddy Holly uh, Weezer video. Okay. The, I could look up more. Yeah, uh, yeah. Done tons of stuff. Uh, yeah. White Stripes. They're cool, a couple of their okay. videos. Uh, Bjork. He's done, okay. I believe, one of hers. So, yeah, I mean, uh, director and then Jeff Tremaine, who is the uh, editor uh, of this magazine called Big Brother. So we'll get into that, of how they all came together. Uh, and he was on camera a lot, too, in the later things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So And it's like, if especially on Jackass, if you're kind of a behind-the-scenes guy, you're still not a behind-the-scenes guy. Yeah, you were still getting punched in the nuts yeah. or something. Yeah. Nobody was safe because you guys were such a tight-knit crew. If you just bring in a new guy, you can't shave his head. Because he'll be pissed. Right. Yeah. Um, so I said it uh, ran from 2000 to 2002. Other shows that I thought would be worth mentioning that were kind of around the same time. We had Punked, and that started in 2003. Do you guys ever see a show called Trigger Happy TV? That sounds familiar. It was on yeah. Comedy Central, but it was from um, the UK. It was on Channel 4. Okay. Um, but it's this dude named Dom Jolly, I think is how you say his name. But it, it wasn't necessarily getting hurt kind of stunts, but it was pranks. Uh, and he would go out and like he would always he'd have this giant cell phone. So I'm holding oh, it. Oh, I remember seeing those. Yeah. And he would you'd hear a phone ring like and then he would go, <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I'm on a cell phone. And like just walking around a restaurant with this t- with a phone the size of a flat screen TV. There was also one where. <laughs> There was a guy in like a tortoise costume on like like uh, dragging himself down the south the sidewalk, and then you would see a guy running in a hair costume, (laughs) where it was like not not even pranks, but like like a far side people's reactions and stuff, right? Yeah. Um, What was the show? And maybe I'm getting confused with Jackass, but there's one where it would just like somebody be on an elevator and like twelve. Uh, furries would like get oh. on there with them just to like make it uncomfortable. Maybe or, that was trigger happy or, TV. I think that was trigger happy or like there'd be a restaurant and people are dining and then, yeah, just like 500, <laughs> you know, squirrels walk yeah. in uh-huh. and just post up and everyone's yeah. just like, what the, which even now in a YouTube era, that's just a thing that I'm sure a lot of people have done. There was one group. I don't remember what they, what they were called, but it was a whole bunch of people in blue polos like a hundred of them that walked into a Best Buy. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. So like, yeah, it it's kind of evolved and now everybody can do stuff like this, but we also had the Dudesons, which uh, I that think one I remember. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the Jackass people say it was a major um, influence, but they were from 2001 to 2015. Oh shit. But to kind of put in perspective, it was 46 episodes over okay. six seasons. They're from Finland. The episode, uh, it's on YouTube. The episode I watched was the Dudesons Olympics. So they were like um, trying to skim across this big puddle in a field with different, uh, like a snowboard and stuff like that. But then also like this guy had to like eat the mud and shit off his friend's shoe. 
that type of they stuff. ramped up jackass from, okay yeah like that was because i can remember seeing uh like a crossover episode with okay some with the dude sins on jackass mm-hmm. or vice versa and the jackass people were like what are you guys doing <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah the guys that are stapling their balls are like oh come yeah. on fellas <laughs> <It's easy. laughs> uh the, then we had uh the tom green show which was on from 94 to 2000 oh, shit, yeah. between canada and uh MTV. I remember my favorite one was Undercutter's Pizza. Do you guys remember that? Where he would follow a delivery guy around and he would have a tackle box full of fresh ingredients and then try to uh, under, un- undercut yeah. the, the pizza guy. And this guy came out with a hammer and was like, you better get out of here. <laughs> uh, and then I just I think I had to mention it was Beavis and Butthead. It's just all kind of that, that same type of humor. Yeah. Uh, teenage kid humor. Um, so we had Bam Margera, Steve-O, Chris Pontius, Dave England, Ryan Dunn, Aaron McGahee, Jason Wee Man Acuna, and Preston Lacey were kind of the core group besides Knoxville. Now, who all knew each other? Well, that's what what's what I have. The origin is uh, Knoxville had just moved. He's from Knoxville, believe it or not. Oh, that's uh, weird. Uh, <laughs> he moved to L.A. He has a wife and an infant daughter, and he needs to get something going because he's got... Uh, he does commercials, but that's about it. So uh, among his ideas was to, was to produce an article that involved testing various self-defense equipment uh, on himself as an homage to Hunter S. Thompson. Uh, the magazines he contacted or that contacted him wanted to do the story, but they didn't want the liability concerns. So they were saying, go film all this stuff or go do it and then bring it to us. We don't want to say, hey, do it. Right. Do it. Um, and nobody would actually give them the money to do anything like that. But eventually the magazine, big brother with Jeff Tremaine heard about it and they a skateboarding magazine. And he was like, all right, let's go do it. And I was listening to him on this. Uh, it's called the armchair expert podcast with Dax Shepard. Uh-huh. And uh, he was like, yeah, the first time the guy came up with a camera, he showed up and he was showing me how to do the camera because he didn't want to be around because <laughs> the idea of him testing this bulletproof vest was he's going to shoot himself. Oh, shit. He, nobody wanted to shoot him. Right. So he, th- this is on YouTube. I just watched it last night of him testing uh, uh, pepper spray. Uh, I don't remember what. Stun gun, a taser, and a thirty-eight caliber gun <sighs> with a bu- bu- bulletproof vest. So, and it's him in the backyard, and some of them are really funny. He was getting about to get tasered and he's like, Hey, weren't you on an episode of uh, 90210 recently? And then somebody shocks him. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, the, and he said the, the pepper spray was the worst out of all of them. Mm. But the, the last one of course was him in the, with a gun. And I know he's live because this was what, 20 years ago, right. but sitting here watching him about to shoot himself in the chest with the gun. And they did it like Russian roulette style. So oh was god click click and then eventually boom and then whoa so and he's wearing a shirt so you could see you know where where you know it landed yeah. uh and then they're like we gotta go we gotta go so they you know he runs and takes his shirt off and stuff and they get in the car and they drive off because they're in the in the desert or whatever yeah just shooting off a gun yeah but that video is still online so you can watch him test all this stuff but just <laughs> him gonna shoot a gun god I know this has nothing to do with this, but it does. Uh, there is a man. He just died last week or the week before last. His name was Bill Simpson, 
And anytime you watch anything racing and see a harness or a helmet and you see Simpson on it, uh-huh. that's him. Mm-hmm. He started a company. Uh, I've, I've known him for 20-some years. Uh, he, when he originally got into safety gear, was doing uh, the fire suits. Okay. And he couldn't get any of the drivers to wear his fire suits. Because they had all gone, this other company basically had monopolized the the market. So he went down to the 500, put on a racing uniform with his fire suit, had them douse him in gasoline from not just normal gas, like fucking racing racing fuel. And he lit himself on fire and stood there for five minutes on fire in front of all the drivers. (laughs) The next week, every driver switched to his. Wow. Yeah. And I actually, I have his book, but I, I used to have a picture on my desk of him standing there on fire <laughs> down to the 500. Wow. That yeah. is self-belief? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if it, yeah, if, if you're willing to use your own product like that, because Knoxville even called, he didn't have any money, so he got the cheapest vest. Oh, God. He could. <laughs> so, and then he called the company. He's like, look, I'm going to shoot myself to test this. And they're like, all right, let me call you back. <laughs> <laughs> and then they were like, yeah, you go ahead and do it. Uh, so, Well, when you said he shot it, he was using a 38. I thought, yeah. that's not like the smallest grain. Like, he could have no. chosen a 22. Oh, yeah. He said uh, in the video is equivalent of a 9 millimeter, I think is what he said. So, um, But at the same time, he's they're doing all this in Pennsylvania. Uh, Bay Margera was filming uh, Family and Friends, and do you guys know any of the CKY videos? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, it's also a band, which I, I like them too. It's short for Camp Kill Yourself. His brother uh, is the drummer for CKY, but he kind of took CKY and make it a, made it its own thing, an umbrella type thing. So he's filming same stuff, uh, stunts and pranks and skateboarding. And his crew was Ryan Dunn, Brandon DiCamello, Rab himself, uh, his mom, April, Phil, Don Vito, and his brother, Jess. Uh, so he, Brandon DiCamello and Rab himself are kind of, they weren't mentioned in like the main crew, but you would see them all yeah, the time. Yeah, right. Uh, CKY releases uh, became such a cult hit that, that they attracted the attention of Tremaine, who flew Margera to LA. They watched a video called Land Speed Presents CKY 2K. The video co- convinced Tremaine that these guys were the guys for Jackass. Yeah. Um, also, after the demo footage had been shot and pitched to several networks, here's the thing that was really crazy to me that I heard Knoxville say a couple times. Saturday Night Live offered them to, to make a subject of a re- reoccurring segment on the show, and Knoxville, was it wasn't enough control, it wasn't enough time, so they turned SNL down. Holy shit. That's crazy. Yeah. So they turned it down, uh, and they started bidding war be- between Comedy Central and MTV, and they eventually got their own show, of course. Soon after the MTV deal, Tremaine approached Florida native Steve-O, where he worked as a clown at a flea market. <laughs> so, like, he's doing stand-up now, and I've seen, like, the very tail end of his not seen his whole show. But it's a lot of street performer stuff. He's a juggler. Yes. He does stilts and shit. I don't know if he does that live, but... he. I just saw him recently. I didn't catch the whole act. Okay, yeah. But he, it was, uh, like, his manager came out and talked for, like, five minutes. Mm-hmm. Then he came out. Uh, it, it was mostly storytelling. He put on a video at one point. Mm-hmm. He brought his dog out at one point. He does like a Q and a, like it was really hard to not 
like him. Yeah. You know, like he put on a, like, you're like, ah, I, you brought your dog out? All right, I'm in. Uh, and I, I don't know the show and I've not seen him besides that, the last maybe three minutes, but I know he stays after at clubs and will take a picture with literally everybody. And he brought a truckload of merch. Yeah. I've never seen somebody bring in <laughs> literally two tables. He had six shirts, sunglasses, pens, magnets, a book. Have you not opened for Scott Long yet? <laughs> uh, Scott's not been on the show yet, but oh. uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but, but he I did d- like what? 30K in merch in the weekend. Yeah. I saw John Reap bring in three of the biggest boxes of merch I've ever seen. And for the second show Saturday, he goes, hey, I'm out of merch. You want me to sell your T-shirt for you? I go, would you? And he sold out of my T-shirt. Wow. Jesus. And handed me all the cash. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Uh, so <laughs> when the Steve-O filmed all this stuff, he sent it into the show, but none of it got cleared by MTV management. And I was wondering why, because one of the articles didn't really say. So I found another one said everything he did involved fire or jumping off really high things. So we'll talk about fire at least a little bit later. But to round out the cast, we had Dave England, and he brought a a friend in, uh, Danger Aaron, as I like to call him, Aaron McGahee, fellow extreme stunt participant. Preston Lacey would be the last uh, to join uh, when he auditioned uh, midway through the show's run by eating four bananas with the peels on. (laughs) Oh, my God. Four bananas, just regular bananas, is a lot of bananas. Yeah. Not and to mention the peel. Eating the peel. But, I mean, if that's what it took, that's not the worst thing you have to do to that, get on Jackass. No, that is very fair. Eat four bananas. I don't think I could do it. No, I I didn't even, I don't never even bit through a banana peel. No. Peel. Yeah. I've never even thought to. No. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. I've seen people do it, and there's a, there's a good crunch to it. Oh, I bet. Good <laughs> God. Uh, I I might rather uh, eat four banana peels than wear saggy briefs like he did when he would run around in public. Oh yeah, the white the tidy whiteies. Oh, they were so sa- they weren't tidy. The, they as, were white. As all the kids at my uh, sk- my cool my school would say, uh, the Brent Terhune's dads. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, the, yeah, the, and then he never wore a wife beater. So it was just the underwear and my friends would come over and he would come out at breakfast and just <laughs> tight whites and I'd be like, Oh my God, your dad would do yes, that in front of everybody. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I think nowadays like that would be like a visit from CPS. Oh, yeah. It'd be like, you came out in your underwear in front of a bunch of kids. Uh, we had nine yeah. calls from yeah. parents. Yeah. And there was one kid over here. <laughs> my parents heard. So that, yeah, to me, that should, that was uh, a little bit of home watching Jeff. <laughs> uh, still I'm, one of my favorite scenes ever is him and, uh, uh, we man, we man, mm-hmm. running through whatever part of town that was, and yeah. just the looks on everyone's faces, mm-hmm. like what the that am yeah, I? Yeah, hundred percent. That was one of my favorite things, just in Jackass in general. We mentioned earlier the ones that it would just be to get crowd reaction, like facial yeah. reactions, like when Pontius would jump out of the trunk, like <laughs> duct taped and handcuffed yeah, with the song. So, or, oh yeah. yeah. Just and that's that's not even like a get hurt stunt because I think eventually over the course of the show it had to be more of jump out of the trunk or stuff like that because after one movie people know who you are 
Right. Oh, so even yeah. in like uh, my favorite of the whole series is Bad Grandpa. Uh, but he, I was watching like the Bad Grandpa point five or what whatever mm-hmm. it was, and Knoxville was like. Yeah, we'd have these delivery guys come because we would spend all day calling the same place getting deliveries. <laughs> and one guy showed up and he was like, because uh, all the got the delivery dri- drivers are talking. He's like, Johnny Knoxville, I presume. And he goes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, at a certain point, you, can all, you can't do that stuff right. because everybody's right. like, that's Steve-O. Right. So, and I think that's where the show evolved is then it became pranks amongst each other. Right. Because oh, everybody yeah. wants to see an inside joke and they all want to be part of that. And I think they did a very good job of making every, like pulling you into that group. Mm-hmm. Like you felt like you were a part of that group. Yeah. Well, and you can be 50 and do pranks. Uh huh. Right. So, but you know, nobody want no, not everybody wants to take a shot to the nuts while out being launched out of a, uh, shopping cart, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. At I a don't... certain point you're like, come on guys, can we do something else? <laughs> yeah. Somebody just shaved my head. <laughs> yeah. Please. Yeah. God, that would suck. Uh, in a 2001 interview with Rolling Stone, Knoxville questioned how long the MTV show could last. This is in 2001 when it started in 2000. <laughs> I was surprised it only ran till 02, you said? Or 03? Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Well, in that, that interview with Dak Shepard, he was saying, he was like, we only filmed nine months. And it was on, the show was on for three years, but it ran for 10 years. Yeah. Right. So, and it, with there were no DVRs or anything back then, so it was like if it was an it was an old episode, but you hadn't seen it, it was new to you. Right. Yeah. And I remember just watching these over and over again. Uh, but even then, he was questioning, and the soon after the interview, uh, he stated uh, discontent with MTV and the censors, who from the start of the season two increased uh, increasingly giving gave notes regarding the show, and uh, he could and could not uh, depict certain things. That's where the fire came in. That's and that the, they didn't even show fire, but we'll see later. Some people are setting themselves on fire because they're like jackass did it. Yeah, no, they didn't. Oh. That's just something jackass would have done. Yeah. Uh, in addition, Steve O claimed that the cast salaries paid by MTV were meager. When the third season ended in two thousand one, MTV contemplated keeping the show because they own jackass. They don't, you know, nobody else does. So they even had a teaser at the 2002 VMAs for maybe here's the new cast of. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I don't even know who was thought to. And that was an episode that you and I talked about. Tony is like people that almost got. Yeah. The, casting. What if? Yeah, yeah. So I don't even know who would have gotten that. It probably would have been, you know, nobody knew Knoxville was before. Right. That. So. It's yeah, I would fun think to think it, about if they were like, let's do a reboot. Yeah, like Rob Deerdick or somebody yeah, like I that mean, kind of group. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what it was. I mean, it probably would have been pro skaters because they're used to getting hurt. Yeah. Oh, great point. Uh, so here's where we have this: the censorship. Joe Lieberman and uh, Knoxville talked about it in that podcast. Uh, Connecticut, Connecticut Center. Senator Joe Lieberman urged the company to take greater responsibility. Talking about MTV, MTV responded to the criticism by canceling all airings of Jackass before ten. Okay, which is when I really started to get going as a kid. So, <laughs> uh, from the oral history of Jackass on Maxim, the first idea uh, to be affected by the Lieberman-led backlash was the quote vomlet sketch. Which on the DVDs that I was watching last, I have like the best of series. It's not like here's episode two. Right. It was Dave England uh, eating everything that goes in an omelet. 
throwing it up in a pan. And then uh, cooking it with eggs? Cooking it. And, and then, then eating that? Yeah, and then he fed some to Steve-O. Uh. And the, the sensors, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which you can see, that's like, oh, God. And my wife was sitting next, next to me on the couch, and she can't watch any kind of throw-up. And, like, she can't hear it. She's like, uh-huh. when, when Steve-O hears somebody, vom- he vomits, that's how she is. So I was, like, fast-forwarding, and she was, like, covering her eyes. <laughs> uh, so eventually, this is from Dave Engel directly. We turned it into MTV, and they decided the puke fumes were airborne pathogens. I was pretty bummed because we nailed it the first time. Uh, the first time I fed a bite to Steve-O, and he puked on my leg. MTV's uh, <laughs> insistence was to have everyone except me wear a hazmat suit which I saw that version was the hazmat suit version. At the bottom there, it said, like, yeah, you got to heat the thing to a certain degree. Like, that. That's they were worried they about went. salmonella yeah. on the yeah. baby burning of an omelet. So Johnny Knoxville <laughs> said, now you have to heal. Uh, you have to heat the omelet to this degree. You have to be in the hazard, hazmat suits. At first, we were like, what the fuck? We're not, <laughs> we're not getting in hazmat suits. It just sucked the funny right out of it. So, so yeah, it's like when anybody comes in and gets their hands on something that you created mm-hmm. to make it more suitable for yep. TV. And that's how we got the movies. Well, you guys work in radio with a big company that has a legal department. That yeah. Oh, God. When I was doing radio promotions, I went from an independent station to a corporate station that had like mm-hmm. uh, stations in like 50 cities. And all of a sudden, I had a legal department for everything we planned, and you couldn't yeah. do anything. It's like now, now we can't even grope coworkers anymore. What's <laughs> yeah. this war coming to? Jeesh. Notice I didn't say women. I'll grope anybody. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, even the FCC, you have to, especially after the Janet Jackson nipple thing, mm-hmm. everybody got cracked down on. And I wasn't working in any kind of media at that time because I think it was a kid uh, who loved to see Janet Jackson. But yeah. But it was also like everything got cracked down. So then they realized they could do a rated R movie. There's no worrying about, you know, some kid seeing it before 10 p.m. Because you have to go. You have to seek this out. Right. Yeah. Uh, so we had. I just got the breakdowns of the movies. So Jackass 1. Budget was $5 million, It made $60 million. <laughs> That'll get a second made one 60? made. Yeah. Jesus. Jackass number 2. A budget was $11.5 million, Made $84 million. Uh, And that all started. Because the uh, the show Wild Boys with uh, Steve O and Chris Pontius, oh. Johnny Knoxville would come in and do a guest spot on there, and Jeff Tremaine was like, "You're just going way too hard for a TV show. If you're gonna go this hard, why don't we just do a movie?" Yeah. So that's how the second one came about. And that's, what was the budget on that one? Eleven and a half million, and it made eighty four million. <laughs> I don't know how you're. Like after you make that first one, if you're those guys, how are you not like I need a million to do this movie? Yeah, you have twelve guys right mm-hmm. there. Your budget should be at least twelve million before you even hire the yeah. anyone else. I the mean, great point. They need a better lawyer or agent, or were they getting back in? On yeah, that? I don't, I don't know the the whole direct financial stuff, but that's just what the the Wikipedia. Knows. I would think whoever had stake it because they started a product that dick house production company yeah so and i think that was knoxville and, and, and tremaine okay yeah so they were definitely getting points 
Um, at the conclusion uh, of the documentary on the part two DVD, Johnny Knoxville reveals that he quote had a hard time letting go because he quote is, was so hooked on doing stunts. The cameraman, uh, Dimitri, who kind of just pops up every once in a while, said uh, he revealed uh, that weeks after the film, Knoxville was so desperate to shoot that he would film himself running into street signs just for the sake of additional footage. (laughs) (laughs) Which you don't you don't get jackass and jackass point five and jackass two and point two point five or whatever without doing that stuff. But it also at a certain point you got you got to be like, what are you doing, man? You're just running into a stop sign. That's <laughs> yeah. But, but we pay $84 million to watch that's it. A, yeah. That's the thing. <laughs> so it's got, that's so weird to be, you know, I, I would used to be that way with stand up where I was like, man, I got to do every show. I got to do everything right now. And now I don't, I don't feel that way now. I still love stand up, but I don't, you know, I'm not doing jokes after the show in the lobby. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Let's do a little B-roll out in the yeah. lobby for the fans. <laughs> Just bizarre. And, you know, and when you listen to interviews, everybody's like, Knoxville's the driving force. He's the guy that's stepping up and doing all these crazy stunts, so it makes everybody else better. Yeah, that's fair. And I he's guess. the face-up. When you think of Jackass, he's it's Johnny Knoxville. 100%. You know? Uh, Jackass 3D, twenty million dollar budget, made a hundred and seventy one million. That is printing money. Yeah, <laughs> good uh, for them. My- I just would love to see the breakdown on that twenty million dollar budget because they're starting to get into that one with like, uh, they would have that punching, the 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 high five thing that was yes. everybody's <laughs> one of everybody's favorite stunts, and that's where it's inside jokes. If you've not seen it. They're like, yeah, we got to do a signing down here in the hotel. You walk around the corner <laughs> or they're like, maybe I don't remember how it was. Maybe uh, there's fans in there. You look out and see how many fans are out there. They look through the people or whatever. Uh, maybe it's there's a what, punch one and a slap one. Yes. <laughs> Either way, the hand comes out, knocks them down. And that I love that because it's an inside joke with your friends and you're not getting hurt that bad. Right. You know, I'm sure to you and me, you'd be like, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, I'd be crying. Yeah. Yeah. Those guys, that's nothing. And that's just in your hotel. They never have to le- leave the hotel. But then also in this third movie, they're going to Mongolia, South Africa, Finland. Uh, so it's definitely a bigger movie. But yeah. also, sometimes you can't recreate punching your friend in a hotel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then we had Bad Grandpa, fifteen million do- uh, million dollars, and made one hundred and fifty one million dollars, and that's based on just Knoxville's grandpa character. Yeah, which that, that have you guys seen that one? Saggy oh, yeah. balls, saggy yes. balls. Yeah, and that, when uh, Knoxville was saying that the guy was like Johnny Knoxville, I presume he was like, all right, we got the short twelve inch balls for certain stunts, and then we got the eighteen inch balls. <laughs> That because that was the bit is he would order room serve or delivery. The guy would come to the door and he'd have half his nutsack tucked into his sock. <laughs> and it was it was that penis game where it was like you had to get the guy to notice, right? Because so many people wouldn't even notice. Yeah, God, that's so fantastic. That just the the multiple set of prosthetic testicles. <laughs> And I think uh, I, I whatever the equivalent one of movie, uh, I don't think it's a Grammy. It's whatever, but they were nominated for makeup on Bad Grandpa. They lost to something I don't remember. Oh, okay. But the, the makeup was so good, and you can watch it over the course of the series. You're like, that's 
a guy in a costume, but eventually it was so good that nobody could tell. We, uh, I used to work at a country club back in high school, mm-hmm. and we had a gentleman who, <laughs> he was probably in his 50s, I would guess. He seemed old, but I was young. You know, everybody yeah, right. seemed way yeah. old. He was probably 40. Yeah. And uh, he would come into the pro shop, and we had like a little area where the where the uh, members could hang out and there were like some couches and chairs and there'd be like some golf digests and stuff laying around. And a lot of the guys, that's where they would hang out because mm-hmm. it's a yeah. country club and it's why they're trying to get away from. Oh yeah. And, but this one guy, he would come and he had like this 12 inch dildo <laughs> and he would sit there reading a paper and he would ha- hang it out of his <laughs> golf shorts with his legs crossed and just wait. For hours, just for people to come in and spot it and lose their shit. And as a 14-year-old boy, brilliant. Oh, I just thought it was the funniest thing. There were no cameras. He was just doing it to make himself laugh yeah. and crack up the pros. And he would seriously sit there some days for hours just with this dildo hanging out the bottom of his shorts with his legs crossed, reading a golf dot. And he'd hear a voice go, Oh, is there a problem? And then, like, <laughs> and then go back to reading the paper. It was great. I love that guy. In my head, I know he's a white guy, but I wish he had a black dildo. Oh, yeah. No, it was a pink. It was pink. Match I'll it never forget yeah. the dildo. But he That's probably funny. did it on 30 separate occasions oh, over my weird. five years of working there. Oh, Bill's got his dildo out again. Oh, it was great. <laughs> Do you think he kept it? Do you have a locker in the? Oh yeah, everybody had a had a locker there, and uh, you got a locker full full of dildos they down had at the a country. Shoe guy, you just suction cup <laughs> it to the Albert. locker. That would be funny if you got a shoe shine with a dildo in his pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, just hanging out the bottom of your shorts. <laughs> yeah, uh, and even that, he's doing jackass stuff at a 40, 50 yeah. year old guy. Yeah, That's at the great. country club. They yeah. were, they were being just as funny as those and it guys. makes it better because you're working the front desk at the pro shop, whatever, and you're like, oh, Bob's got his dildo out. Like, oh, yeah. this is great. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's, that's what makes the pranks is the inside joke. You you're, you're in on it. You yes. want to watch this reaction. Oh, yeah. It was so great. Uh, Brad Pitt made cameos in the final two episodes, which really uh, Knoxville said that was at the very beginning. He's friends with Spike Jones. Uh, they had a, a bit, they didn't have anything, but they're like, dude, Brad Pitt wants to do jackass. <laughs> so one of them was them running around in monkey suits. And, uh, for a brief second, Pitt takes off his mask to reveal that he's one of the monkeys. And can you imagine being somebody on the street, <laughs> seeing guys running around in ape costumes and then one lifts his mask up and you're like, was that Brad Pitt? <laughs> that nah. Nobody is believing <laughs> yeah. that story. Is that Bill Murray? Yeah. Nobody's going to believe you type story. <laughs> Another segment, uh, Pitt feigns ignorance when, when, a, with, when a van filled with uh, the guys pulls up outside a movie theater and, quote, kidnaps the actor. It was convincing for onlookers to believe uh, that and Pitt. Uh, had really been abducted. And I think they called the cops on that one. <laughs> oh, God. You would almost have to warn the cops that you're about yeah. to do that. Yeah. Cause How I'll, many times did they get the cops called on them? There were a lot at the beginning of this one. The one DVD that I just watched, uh, the cops came and that he was like, yeah, this you're impersonating a, a police officer. That's a felony. They're in the back of the cop car and he drives a little bit and he goes, also one more thing, guys. My name's Johnny Knoxville. Welcome to Jackass. <laughs> <laughs> so that he was in on it, but they had to be tons of cops being oh, called. Um, and the, there was one Knoxville was saying where it was like the bloody 
he was wearing like a, a, a Johnson County prison uniform, goes into a hardware store and is like, look, do you guys have any saws? Cause he's got these handcuffs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And some, he comes out, the cops are all over, and he was like, I could have broken character, but this is more footage. And even in the, that podcast, he was like, I don't even think about the pain. I just think about the footage. Yeah, Jesus. And that was a couple years ago. He's still like that. Well, that's got. it had to be so much more dicey doing that shit before they got big, mm-hmm. right? Because once they got big, the cop knows right. you're Johnny Knoxville. Yeah. Uh, when you're just picture. coming out of a hardware store, handcuffed, covered in blood. <laughs> yeah, in a prison outfit. <laughs> right. Well, and that's why where we started, he was, as soon as he shot himself out in the desert, he was like, all right, let's get, yeah, they, like, they had to get in the van and get out. Mm-hmm. It was kind of, yeah, and they, uh, one, of, one of the guys was like, we had no permits, we were just kind of doing... Stuff and then you get legal people involved and now it's got to be yeah. all set up. Yeah. Uh, but it, again, if somebody gets hurt, that's also a lot of money that that uh, you know that's on you guys. Uh, here's a new story I found: a guy named Jackass, a Montana uh, man named Jack Ass, <laughs> sued MTV for ten million dollars in 2002, claiming that the show was plagiarizing his name. Jackass, whose birth name was Bob Kraft changed his name in 97 to raise awareness for drunk driving after his brother and friend both died in a car accident. So he changed his name to Jackass, and now he's suing for $10 million. Why would you not change it to Don't Drink and Drive? (laughs) Yeah. What's your first name? Don't. What's your last name? Drive. What's your middle name? Drink and. Yeah. So yeah. and I'm guessing he got nothing. uh, Yeah, I don't think he did. But... Yeah, $10 million. And it's also a little weird that he was raising money for drunk driving and then, you know, the outcome of Ryan Dunn oh, shit. driving his Porsche and was, I think they said, doing upwards of 130 miles an hour and died, you know, drunk driving. Thanks yeah, that'll, that that'll uh, <laughs> really put the damper on the podcast. Yeah, no, thanks I, for bringing I, that up, I, sir. I, uh, I, I was <laughs> saying that I'm really total a Porsche. Uh, <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Don't get me wrong, we got there's way more people than there are nice Porsches in this world. Yeah. Like yeah, you can lose weird. a person. The Porsche. <laughs> it's a nice Porsche. You yeah, know, and uh, to be fair, there's so much fiberglass, it wouldn't have taken that much to <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure Jerry Seinfeld cried a tear oh. because he loves oh. those cars. Yes, oh, the car <laughs> What's the deal with <laughs> drunk driving? But it's like Everything else, you know, you you can't be that successful without some gang to pull down your yet. You know yep, what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm surprised, you know, Steve-O turned it around. Yeah. And, um, well, but, you were you and I were talking about Bam Margera on Dr. Oh, Phil. Jesus Christ, that was a train wreck. I didn't see the whole episode, but there are clips on YouTube of him, you know, just being like, Dr. Phil, you're the only one that can help me. But he's then in the next minute on the show, he's like, I don't I don't like doctors. Like, <laughs> yeah, you, you need to go to rehab. Oh, no, I'm not doing that. No, <laughs> it's not. Yeah, it was. And it's he's like, I'm not on anything. And then but then you're watching. And you're like, oh, uh, no. you're on something. His mom was like, he does more than Adderall. You know, so and I there was a new story where he was supposed to be at a New York comedy club, not the New York comedy club, but right. one of them do, doesn't even show up for the first one, comes for the second one, belligerent in the lobby, yelling at his manager, you know, clearly strung out on something. So and I don't 
I've never, I don't, never known him to do a stand-up performance. So maybe it's an evening with Bam Margera. Yeah, but that was you know within the last year. Oh yeah. But again, they they're scheduled to do a fourth one. So I think the second one, they're like Steve-O, you gotta get sober, or we can't do this. So that was like a reason to get sober. So maybe a fourth jackass for Bam would be would a be reason. The, I don't know. We'll see. Because you you'd hate it to know that like oh he jumped off a. Whatever, and then you're like, yeah, he was fucked up the whole time. Then you'd be like, oh man, yeah, that puts a damper on everything. Mm, I think they all were a little fucked well, up yeah. the whole time, but n- not like at an addict level, right? They could at least maintain, yeah, and do yeah. their job. And but mm-hmm. I mean, they were doing a lot of pain for sure. How could oh, you not? Even, yeah, right? even Knoxville was, yeah. and and, and in that time frame, like oh, 2000, to like well, I mean, just in the heart of the opioid crisis, mm-hmm. like the start of it, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, some, uh, well, we talked about people getting hurt on the cast, so we can talk about some people that weren't on the cast, just people in general. Cause how, well, you know, we did a, uh, when I was in grade school, you had to music class, we had to do a music video and one of the one that my group did was jackass esque, just people running around doing stupid things. But then another group was like, we're doing jackass. Yeah. So like, I remember my friend Eddie would go up for a dunk on a lowered basketball and Casey took out his legs and landed on asphalt. Excuse me, or like would do monkey bars and just get tackled off the like. <laughs> so and they're like uh, every episode's like, hey, don't try this, don't try yeah. this, don't and don't then, send it in. We aren't going to open the package. Yeah. Don't. And then yeah, we we were all doing it. And somebody was form. opening those packages and watching. Yeah, them, exactly. Right? Like, <laughs> somebody that yeah yeah. Yeah, there's some big trove of just oh you know, god, thirty thousand videos of yes. people beating the shit out of themselves. <laughs> some intern somewhere <laughs> yeah, just has a big storage locker yeah, full. Um, twenty dark web. Just <laughs> <laughs> I should look. Well, that and up, then huh? YouTube came along, and it's like, oh, we don't even need MTV mm-hmm. to get our video out there. We can just be a jackass and put it up yeah. on YouTube and get ten million hits and make hundred thousand dollars yeah well there's a guy that was that did he was on eventually on tosh point with like the web redemption but it's like he's a bigger dude he kind of looks like a punk rock type guy and he just straps firecrackers kind of like ammo style across his chest both ways lights them and runs and then now he's got followers he's got Tosh point no, you know, so like, and then it's, it's weird because I'm like, why do you have to do that for followers? But that's what Jackass was doing. Yeah. Right before they were followers, they weren't yeah. strapping fireworks, but they were also probably doing something about the same pain level, you know, uh-huh. uh, they were sticking, uh, uh, what are those, uh, are Roman, the, candles? Yeah, Roman yeah. candles up, up their butts and everything yeah. like uh, that. Yeah. So, those those put off some heat. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it doesn't seem desperate when a network is putting it on. Right. Versus, you know. Just a dude for nothing. What's up, everybody? <laughs> I'm going to light myself on fire. 2011, Matt Dillon Shannon, quote, doused another person in petrol and set them on fire. The defense lawyer claimed jackass influenced the incident. Shannon, who was 18 years old, was sentenced to three years in prison. Jesus. What nope. happened to the other guy? I don't, it doesn't say so. Uh, he invented Simpson racing here. <laughs> yeah. Good. Good call. Let's just end there. Uh, but it was, you know, the, in the ep- the shows, they'd never let themselves on fire, but it's, they're like, let's do a stunt, you know? Yeah. Uh, and that, that goes back to Beavis and Butthead. There was a, a story of some kid lit his trailer on fire 
And they blamed it on fire, Beavis and Butter. Fire, fire, fire. Oh, shit. And then... Because Beavis would sit there flicking a lighter. Yeah. Like, during but, the whole show. Then I guess it came out later that that kid, they didn't even have cable. So they were just... <laughs> <laughs> Of course Blaming not. it on, yeah. He burnt down his trailer. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, teenager uh, Roberta M. McCannon and friends reenacted a jackass the movie merry-go-round and truck stunt. McCannon was thrown from the apparatus and died. Oh. So I guess I I think I remember the bit where they you know wrap a rope around a merry-go-round and then pull it with a truck. So it's going fast. Oh, yeah. And, th- you know, thrown. The thing that people don't understand, there's, all, like, just to the left and right of the camera, there's an ambulance, a doctor, probably right. a cop. EMTs. Yeah, right. all that. Maybe not a cop with a drug <laughs> use, but like, a cool cop. Yeah. Security. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Private yeah. security. Yeah. There's no, you know, these people doing stunts, there's nobody there to no, do. No, just a tree that yeah. you're going to hit. In my old neighborhood, what they would do on the playground, uh, when I'd take my kid to the playground, they get their mopeds, mm-hmm. and they lay them on their side and put the back tire against that and rev it up and yeah. get the merry-go-round spinning like oh, that for damn. their kids. Yeah. Jesus. And it gets going fast. <laughs> and those kids start getting flung, like, one by one. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. My wife and I were watching last night, and we were watching some of the stunts, and we were like, "That seems pretty fun." Yeah, <laughs> you know, like snowboarding, and at a Steve-O was in a porta potty going down a mountain. Yeah, you know, and I'm like, if that's not full, that seems pretty fun. <laughs> yeah, so it's like half of it is jackass, but also it's like I would like to do that. But, yeah, uh, it's, it would be nice to have the ambulance on standby. Yeah, that'd be that's crucial. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, yeah, especially if, you know... Stapling your nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, guys, did you sterilize the staples? Because <laughs> yeah. last time my balls got it so infected. It's just somebody over there lighting the, the, <laughs> yeah, the staple. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 2011, Michael Smith uses SUV to tow his friend who sat in a shopping cart. Oh, boy. Fortunately, the, fortunately, the cart hit a bump, catapulted his friend into the air, and killed him. Smith's father and Michael uh, watched Jackass. His father article. watched it? Yeah, so... Whoa. I don't know. Oscar, you were saying that you were showing your kid, you know, Jackass. Yeah, we watched uh, the first couple, and... Yeah. Uh, How I, did you feel about that? Well, I forgot how much ball and taint action there yeah. were, and uh, <laughs> so that was rather... Uh, what my son's like, why would anyone hook <laughs> electrode to their ball? Ta- yeah. You know, like, and it's like, uh, that's what guys <laughs> do when they get older yeah. and bored. Like, I don't, but he, he, he loved it. I yeah. mean, he thought it was hilarious. And he's like me. He's a huge chicken shit. Mm-hmm. Like he wouldn't do any of that stuff in a million years and neither would I. Yeah. But we love watching mm-hmm. it. How old and, is he? Uh, 12. Okay. Oh God. Yeah, that's, that's right. In that wheelhouse. Yeah. yeah. So, but there's. I definitely forgot because I'm like, oh, it's just a bunch of people doing stupid stunts. I know he's not going to do any of these, so it's totally fine. And then I forgot how much ball action. Yeah. Uh, there's there a lot of throughout the. A lot of male penis. <laughs> oh, and when they shave his pubes and glue them uh, on yeah. the other guy's uh, yeah. face as a beard and mustache. I believe that's called the Terror Taxi, and that's one of my Jackass yes. number two of the movies is my favorite. Oh yeah, and yeah. I almost vomited on that like yeah. if i found out i had someone's pubes glued to my face first of all 
I would have quit. Like I would have <laughs> yeah. I would beat the shit out of everyone and quit. Yeah. Um, and then I would have thrown up for years. <laughs> Every time I thought about it, yeah. I would have thrown up. And just the way they were all whiskey oh, and like in his teeth, like hanging out. Pull, yeah, oh, yeah. Just Ugh. curled over his lip. <laughs> oh yeah. Like, That's that thought you're about to drift off to sleep, and then your head goes, "You had pubes on your face." <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, I guess I'm up for twenty minutes yeah. thinking about that. <laughs> But it definitely was uh, <laughs> that aspect I could have done without watching with my son. Yeah, but that's true. The other stuff was all great. Yeah. We loved all of it. Well, and the thing is, uh, there's nothing on YouTube probably that's not that's just as bad. Maybe not the nudity, right? But it's on YouTube now, and and it, all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. And uh, what's uh, what's worse, seeing a guy's balls or seeing a guy strap fireworks to himself? Right. And lighting it on fire, you know? Yeah. It's, I'd rather, I guess I'd rather have to teach my kid about balls than be like, yeah, I don't light yourself on fire. <laughs> oh, it was a definite, I go, you don't shave people's pubes and glue them to other people's. <laughs> like, yeah. This is beyond what's mm-hmm. cool. Like, yeah. screw them with your friends. Uh-huh. Like, it's one thing to draw a dick on a dude's face. It's another thing to take that dick's pubes and glue them to your face like yeah. that's not cool yeah if you got a manscape to prank your friend don't do that <laughs> no he's the oske house is a house of bush yes yes we are all about bush yes. <laughs> we, we don't trim we no. don't, if you if one falls out it falls out naturally yes. that's where <laughs> we're natural in this house yes. what's this on the toilet seat a whole bunch of them <laughs> Uh, uh, this episode is brought to you by Manscaped. Use the promo code <laughs> for... Okay. Uh, M-A-N-S-K... Oh. I don't know. <laughs> Oscar, take it away. Uh, we had some spinoffs. We had Wild Boys, Viva La Bam, Homewrecker, which I was not familiar with. Ryan Dunn was given a one-season show to get revenge on people who got pranked. They go in and remodel their friend's house. Oh, piss. Yeah, so... Uh, I didn't see that one. It was only one season. Bam's Unholy Union, which that was with his wife. So that I I love Viva La Bam, but I fell off after I liked that. Viva La Bam. I loved mm-hmm. when he cut off the roof of his Lamborghini. Yeah. Oh man. And I was like, oh wow, these dudes are like to me. That was the craziest thing that any of them <laughs> did in any of their videos. I was like, oh. I didn't realize, A, how much money these guys made for doing this mm-hmm. shit. Right. And secondly, that is crazy. You just yeah. cut yeah. with a saber saw. Or a, not a saber saw. Yeah. yeah. A saw saw. <laughs> you just cut the roof off a Lamborghini. It's insane. But I guess if you're doing it for the next movie, there's always another Lamborghini, I guess. Right. Yeah, that's fair. But And then he had a Hummer that I think he did something. I don't remember what he did to the Hummer. Did he ramped it, right? Is Pro- that probably. The one that- I think he uh, pushed it off uh, a quarry, like he blew it up or something in a quarry. I don't remember. <laughs> that sounds familiar. Uh, we also had Dr. Steve-O, which, yeah. T- <laughs> I don't remember Dr. Steve-O either. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of spinoffs and they're all kind of jackass-esque. Were they all still MTV or did the tail end where they happen to go elsewhere? I think I'm looking at the list. I think they were all, I don't know do- about Dr. Steve O, but I think they were all MTV type stuff. I don't like how you pronounce Steve O. Steve O? I don't know. Steve O. Yeah, there you go. Okay. <laughs> did you happen to see the rise and fall of Steve O, the documentary no, made about him? No. And, oh, it shows him like at like his low point where he was getting 
I think it was like 15,000 nit- nitrous cartridges shipped to him every like three days. Or was it house. like keyboard cleaner? And he was just, yeah, he was, he just had like a, a whipped cream container mm-hmm. and just as he's being interviewed, you can just hear him drop him on the floor and put yeah. a new one in. Which drop another one. And he would walk through his house and you would just hear these metal cartridges just, just tink, tink, tink. all over. Wow. I mean, oh thousands of them on the floor. And he would talk in voices and mm-hmm. like, I was like, this dude's going to be dead in a week. Oh, and that's... then they did an intervention on him. Yeah. And now he's like on fucking Dancing with the Stars bullshit, yeah. like clean and living I mean, he a was clean in life. Indianapolis maybe a month, a month ago, ago yeah. and sold out tons of shows. Yes. So. That's that's also weird. That goes back to the guy that can't not smoke for a half hour in the interview. <laughs> it's the same guy that's like, yeah, let me hit this whip it can. But uh, it goes show people loves people love no matter how bad you fuck up and fuck up your life. If you make the change, people fucking eat that shit up. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't matter what a piece of shit you were to everybody in the world. Oh, I'm not like that anymore. Robert Downey like, Jr. I support you, and now you, I'm your fan, and I'll buy yeah. your shit, and I'll do your... I don't know if you guys are... Oh, 100%. Redemption story all about... Uh, I don't know if you guys are sports fans, but uh, Alex Rodriguez, A-Rod, uh, is like the face of baseball now. Mm-hmm. He uh, like got banned for like his last year in the league. They were like, no, 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 you're done. Like, yeah. Go away. Right. And now... He's on everything. Like yeah. he's on all his coverage. Uh, he's get, handing over this uh, World Series trophy. Mm-hmm. He's on, like he can't. Like people are like, yeah, it's fine. We're good. But then there, there's also Pete Rose, which I don't like baseball really. Right. But didn't he just bet? He just bet on the team or his own team, and then now he can't get in the Hall of Fame or whatever. I don't know. It's weird. We love a redemption story till we don't. Right. You know? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> good point. <clears throat> but it is also if you if you show. Uh, remorse and are actually sorry it's it is cool what people can do if they're given a chance yeah 100 percent. well and pete rose he never admitted it right that was a thing he oh, denied I, yeah, it I don't for know the story like so 35 40 years before he eventually was like yeah i did it yeah but like he like he just that and that was the thing that uh pissed baseball people off okay, more they, was like his just continue yeah. yeah and so then they were like that's how all of the ban okay. happened. Uh, the, a, they don't, they frown upon gambling and sports. It's a big yeah. deal, but uh, it was, it was a lot of his, the way he handled shit. Yeah. Poorly. Yeah. Just say it, man. We know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You just piss off the wrong people is yeah. what it is. You know, uh, before we wrap up, do you guys have any favorite stunts? I went to Facebook and social media to ask people's favorite stunts, but do you guys have some that you can think of? Uh, the one I mentioned earlier, uh, Pontius jumping out of the trunk uh, yeah. as a hostage is absolutely one of my yeah. like that's the one that sticks in my head mm-hmm. over and over and um and then also I I remember like the target practice shit where it was oh, like yeah. somebody sitting there uh and they're just getting a bowling ball ran into their nuts oh, or so, you know yeah. that kind of shit those are what is in my head one of my well my favorites are like bam messing with his parents oh god on a toilet coming in yeah. and punching his dad i mean that was so that's so <laughs> iconic that Stewie Griffin was like I feel like beating my dad's ass all day today. And they put it on Family Guy. <laughs> Which that goes back to Tom Green. Like he would take his parents' car and get two uh, lesbians scissoring on the hood and then 
bring it to their house and be like, all right, go to work. <laughs> his dad's walking down the street because he's got to take the bus because he's not taking this car to work. <laughs> uh, yeah, anytime Bam messes, and that's why I love Viva La Bam so much because it was always like, it was obviously staged, but you're also, maybe the reaction is genuine of, I didn't know they were going to do this to my house, you know? Yeah. Right. Um, go ahead. No, Tell I was me. just saying, like him waking his parents up in the middle of the night. Oh. Like, I can't imagine how they ever slept. Like, yeah. you oh, can't, yeah. like, you're on pins and needles mm-hmm. the whole time. Like, even when they're not messing with you at that point. Right. They've messed with you so much. It's <laughs> constantly in your head. Yeah. That's like, uh, you, you know, you go to your friend's house, but don't be the first to fall asleep. <laughs> yeah. uh, Get pubes glued to yeah. your face. My favorite, uh, this is why Jackass number two is one of my favorites. I think that was the mo- the one where they did a switch with Preston and Phil. So they woke up Phil in the middle of the night. He was oh, in on it. moved him out yeah. and moved Preston in. Brought in Preston and then he had was like rubbing up against April. And she's like, <laughs> what do you want? And she's like, Phil? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, or like bam putting fireworks in phil's van while he's going to work at like 4 30 in the morning jesus i'm a cool dad i like to think like me and my son have a good relationship i would say i know you so probably yes i would not be cool with any of that like the first time my son slapped me across the face or pinched my nipple or any of that stuff we would have a sit down that yeah. was going to be very specific about yeah. what he was never going to do again unless yeah. he wanted to get whooped. What uh, I had that <laughs> when Ace Ventura came out, I was in middle school and my mom was uh, said something one day and I go, why don't you cry about it? Saddlebags. <laughs> Holy shit! I like I wasn't like a a get hit kid, but yeah. that like a backhand came very quick mm-hmm. after that, and <laughs> yeah, I learned. Shut that shit yep, I learned like my we're not we're not playing. <laughs> oh, I asked on my Facebook as well. Uh, Alex uh, Weismiller, uh, old uh, guy who worked at Crackers. Yeah, uh, his favorite is Wee Man dressed as an Oompa Loompa skateboarding. <laughs> Which I loved. Yeah. I thought that was great as well. And the loop with Tony Hawk, Bam Majera, and Matt Hoffman. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming, is that the big loop-de-loop where that, yeah. the first one just went down and went through the through the <laughs> yeah. loop? Like, didn't it loop at all, yeah. just went just... through the end of it? <laughs> uh, talking about celebrities, I mean, they had Tony Hawk on, which, I mean, he's, if you're talking about skaters, he's the guy. Oh, but yeah. also, that one DVD that I was telling you about, uh, they were in Shaq's music video. And he was like, I love the jackass guys. They're crazy. I do crazy stuff too. And they're like, they're just doing stunts with them all day. But that's Shaq. That's yeah. awesome. And a rap video. I don't. I was like, oh man, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we also had uh, Hot Wheel in the butt. That was Ryan Dunn getting a car. That was another one that I watched with my son that I had forgotten was uh, yeah. part of it. Is that, <laughs> does he go to the hospital and get an x-ray? Is yeah, that, yes. that was the end of the first one, kind of the finale. Yes. <laughs> Uh, no is that doubt. the end of the first movie? Yeah, that, I think okay. so. Yeah. <laughs> Besides, like the big, everybody's in the last stunt. Uh, no doubt, pooping in the toilet at the hardware store. Which, oh that was my great. god, I forgot about that. Yeah, that was great. And I saw just a, a clip of Trigger Happy TV, the one from England. The guys in the hardware store doing that, like in the display window. <laughs> <laughs> and this guy comes over and he's like, "What are you doing?" And he's like, and the guy he's sitting there reading the paper. He's like. Mate, do you mind? <laughs> do you mind? I'm going. One of our 
last week we went for a walk and one of our neighbors had a toilet out at the end of the driveway yeah. and I told my son I go hey go sit on that and I'll take a picture of you and he goes uh, he goes no you do it I'm not going to I go cool so I start walking over there and he's like no no don't do it like that's so embarrassing and I'm like no just it'll be a quick picture he's like no please don't please don't do it. that's funny the, the student has become the teacher yes <laughs> Um, <laughs> urban kayaking I like that one uh, That was just on the show My favorite was a prank rather uh, than a stunt uh, Stealthy clipper attacks uh, I think that was on just part two as well, or three. Yeah where they just Again that's another inside joke that people love uh, the, the, time, the time they kidnapped uh, Brad Pitt Also the high five one We talked about old man balls hanging out on the table <laughs> Always great uh, Someone on mine put poo cannon which I don't remember I don't the remember poo cannon. Yeah. Uh, it seems self-explanatory. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. go. <laughs> uh, Johnny Knoxville getting knocked out in the store, and that was with the guy Butterbean. Oh, yeah. yeah. I always liked their intros like to the movies. They were always way over the, like, the shopping cart Orchestral one, where they're all type. riding a gigantic shopping mm-hmm. cart. And, yeah. Uh-huh. Like, that, to me, is hilarious. Like, and I even love the, it. I don't even know where you get a cart that big, but that's also where you spend $11.5 million. Right. Oh, they right. had to have had that made just yeah. for that uh, seat, yeah, right. I would assume, unless an artist just makes oversized shit everywhere. Mm-hmm. And they I've one. seen the... I don't know if it's the same one or somebody's done, but I've seen... Uh, that and they built like a motor they motorized it and so you can actually oh, they drive put a drive like a yeah yep. oh that's cool <laughs> <laughs> another one of my favorites i think it was from the first one golf course air horn oh, oh yeah oh those dudes get, and start <laughs> driving golf balls yeah. back into the woods yeah. at them like, and you can hear like knoxville just laughing because he thinks it's funny <laughs> he's about to get hurt but he's also like that's pretty good <laughs> that and it's it's a harmless, simple, pr- like, that's what I love yeah. is like, yeah. no one's even getting hurt. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah, it's still hilarious. Like, and maybe probably the producer after the bit <clears throat> walks over to the guys and is like, hey, we're filming something. Sign these releases. Here's a hundred dollars a piece. Yeah, exactly. Here, we're going right. to pay for Here, your whole we'll game. We'll buy you a round at the, at the clubhouse <clears throat> afterwards. Yeah. Well, they did. Uh, there was uh, like a jackass-esque show on mtv that was shot here in indiana oh really it's it may still be on it was uh i think it was called like too stupid to die and it was <laughs> a bunch of kids from like anderson or shelbyville or like it was like a country town oh damn yeah it's uh this is a real show on mtv there's full episodes online uh i don't know i don't uh, maybe this is the jackass style show it looks like a screenshot of some guy duct tape to a car seat and duct tape over his eyes and another guy's driving. So, <laughs> so they uh, shot stuff in Broad Ripple before yeah. when the Broad Ripple Club was open mm-hmm. and they reached out and had uh, asked for people to come like, okay. be uh, extras. extras and watch. And so uh, myself and a couple other comics were standing on the Broad Ripple Bridge mm-hmm. watching... Uh, Santa Claus box the Easter Bunny. <laughs> that's that funny. Was, yeah. yeah, that's a trigger happy TV style bit of yes. Let's have these two titans clash. Right. I love it. Uh, let's. I'll do two more. I want to talk about try, trying to take a, a car to a car wash with blood all over it, and the guy's oh, covered in God. Knox was covered in blood. Oh, I'm sorry. That just reminded me of the rental car. Like, that's oh, one yeah. of my favorites. It's the Riddle just, Car Derby. Yeah. <laughs> Bringing it back and just yeah. walking away. Like. And he, he's got these two blow-up dolls with huge tits. 
<laughs> and then the one that I had never seen till last night on that DVD, it made me laugh so hard. Was they they spray blood all over? They've got handprints on the walls. They call in a carpet cleaner <laughs> the house, and the, he was like, "What happened?" He's like, "Yeah, my roommate's dog is in heat, uh, and th- there's blood all over the place." And the Knoxville keeps coming down the stairs, like, "Dude, get him out of here!" <laughs> and then you hear a chainsaw run. And then Knox, yeah, Knoxville <laughs> walks in. And he's got this trash bag, and they they got a fake hand coming out of the trash. And the like, it's up to like uh, the one guy starts fighting Knoxville, the roommates. They start fighting, and then the guy's like, "I'm out of here." Are <laughs> <laughs> you hung around that long? Yeah, uh, that that's probably one of my new favorites. With that's that one. great. That is small business. Uh, Right there, that's a guy yeah. hanging on to that client. Yeah, he was like, man, I got to do that. And then <laughs> he's walking out, Knoxville's on the balcony. He's like, you better keep your mouth shut if you know what's good for you. <laughs> like carrying the bit to the very end. Uh, so, I mean, there's plenty of other, you know, I love, you know, I loved all, you know, all that stuff on Facebook, people saying what their favorites were. So if there's not any more, we could just wrap it up. But I just, that, that's such a fun thing to talk about, such a part of my childhood and to revisit it and find stuff you didn't, you know, see the first time or you're seeing again. You're like, man, I, I just remember why I love this so much. Right. I had forgotten uh, when we did the open that that's how they opened the shows. Yeah. My name's Johnny you, Knoxville. Welcome you, to Jackass. Yeah. And then somebody gets hit or yeah. something, you yep. know. There's a funny video on, <laughs> online of a kid riding his bike and my son showed it to me. And he's just looking at his mom and he goes, my name's Daryl and I like trucks. And then he just wrecks and goes face first. But he goes, it's just like the Johnny Knoxville. I'm Knoxville working jackass. And then he wrecks. Awesome. I can't believe I forgot to talk about that. This could be the finale because I, w- I was listening to that armchair expert podcast. And Knoxville's talking about how he, I don't necessarily broke his penis, but he had to use a catheter twice a day for three years. He was trying to do, I think, a backflip on a dirt bike. And I don't know if it was Matt Hoffman. Uh, I don't know. One of the dirt bike guys was teaching him. He's not a motorcycle guy. Right. So he's like, when you go up, you do the backflip. Do not let go of the bike. Because if you let go, it's just going to come down and hit you. This whole <laughs> dirt bike's going to land on you. And Knoxville's like, of course, I'm... I'm in the zone and Dritalin's race. Like I'm not listening. <laughs> so he does it three times. And the third one, he like lands on his back. His butt is in the air with his legs, like touching the ground, you know, ass end. Yeah. Uh, up, uh, and uh, he, then he was like, I felt like I was wetting myself. And uh, so I pulled my pants down and I was bleeding. And every time my heart would beat blood, blood would would out, come out of his <sighs> dick. Oh my god, that and when I'm You I'm, better be getting points on the back end. <laughs> yeah. No I'm listening in the car and he's describing you had to do a catheter and you gotta put it in and he's you get to puncture the bladder or whatever it was and then it just rushes out and in my I'm not I, I don't cringe a lot. Right. But I, I I'm like I wanna listen to this to talk about it on the show, but just to heartbeat and blood coming out and i'm just like i gotta fast forward i got but i could i couldn't because i wanted to tell you guys <laughs> so you can feel the same way and well, to you listening it. yeah god don't fast forward damn. but just to break his peanut for that two years 
or three three, three years three. twice a day catheter. No, I would be Ugh. done with whatever. Yeah. Like if I even went into Bob and Tom tomorrow and fell out of my chair <laughs> and just landed on my taint and yeah. I had to use a catheter once a day for six months, I'd quit my job. Yeah. Like I wouldn't I couldn't go on in life. I would be on the couch yeah. depressed. Yeah. <laughs> he said at first he was very careful, but then you know, three years you're just uh doing it like Oh <laughs> man. Yeah. I know you're cringing, Jet. That's how I felt. Yeah. yeah. No, my taint is in like a fist right now. Yeah, oh, I think we can all feel it. In yeah. our... So I wanted to <laughs> feel leave you guys plums. with <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys for being on. Uh, at Tony Foxworthy is Correct. where you can find Tony. At Scene Funniers when you you can find Jeff. Uh, thank you guys for being on. Uh, I've been Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> Thanks for having us.